Welcome to the Emmaus Fellowship Teaching Podcast. We trust you find this encouraging. Emmaus Fellowship is located at 205 North Pine Street in Woodland Park, Colorado. Our phone number is 719-687-6061. We trust you find this encouraging as you pour over God's Word with us. Gave me a voice and a song Taught me how to sing I am just so taken by those two passages of scripture. And if you're listening to the podcast, you may not know which scriptures we're referring to. Uh, I read from Psalm 118 and then from 1 Peter 2. And it speaks of the stone that was rejected turns out to be the most precious cornerstone that holds the entire house of God together, right? And then we read that um, you and I are living stones being built together as a dwelling place of God by the Holy Spirit. And that we minister not only to God, but outward, uh, we intercede and we present and represent the life of God to the world around us. And as we tie those two passages of Scripture together, we recognize that um, <clears throat> that what God is doing on the earth is actually releasing His glory through the church. And that's His intention. And so as I tie into what Brian was sharing last week and the encouragement that we got, I believe it was out of Isaiah 60, about the glory of God rising upon us, that though we were in darkness, great darkness, the glory of God is rising upon the earth and will do so. And I love the idea that you and I are participants in that process, that we're recipients of the glory of God and we are conduits of the glory of God, that the church is not only uh, poised and positioned to receive the glory of God, but also position to represent or to present the glory of God to the world around us. And so it's a both and deal here with the glory of God being established on the earth. And as we read out of uh, Psalm 118, I believe it talked about, or maybe it was actually a quote uh, that was in 1 Peter 2 about God establishing this in Zion. And we know that Zion um, can be interpreted as the kingdom of God. And as we know Jesus coming to the earth, his message was change, direction, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. And that we were invited to enter into the kingdom, to lay hold of the kingdom, to seek first the kingdom, that we are kingdom people. And as the kingdom of God advances, which it says clearly in the scripture that since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God has been advancing uh, on the earth. And then we tie that together with the idea that the glory of God is rising upon the earth and that the glory of God will be basically filling the earth and every nation will experience the glory of God. 
you need to know that this culmination of God's glory being released has to do with you and I as kingdom people sincerely being Zion on the planet. It's like you and I are living stones being built together as a dwelling place of God by the Holy Spirit. I love the stories of God's glory filling the temple. I love the stories of the Shekinah glory filling the tabernacle to the point where the people who were serving in the capacity of priesthood could not even stand up, but the weight of God's glory rested on them in such a way that they were actually laid low on the ground. And, uh, and so those stories are really fascinating to me, but they speak of something that's pretty broad stroke for me that span from the Garden of Eden all the way to the restoration of all things. And that is um, the glory of God having its impact on us as human beings and how that transforms us. And so, friends, we're the we're the kingdom people. Like we're the ones that the kingdom of God has taken up residence in. I mean, doesn't it say that in scripture that the, the kingdom of God is within you? Like we don't we don't search over here and over here to try to find the kingdom. As we seek first the kingdom, we recognize that the kingdom of God is within us. That the impartation of the Holy Spirit in our lives has actually brought the kingdom into us. And that as we, as living stones, being built together, relate to one another in a, in a holy way, in a way that is like honoring and reflective of the relationships that God has intended for us, we get to be the glory on display. Like our lives get to actually be the kingdom advancing the glory on the earth rising, all of those things. So I want to just touch on that. Um, It's big stuff. It's kind of deep. And there's plenty of scripture that I'll reference, but I won't necessarily read right here. I will bless you to search a matter out. If you have any questions, I welcome a conversation with you as well. So that being said, I want to focus a little bit at first here about the ideas of us being stones, living stones that are built together. Of course, we know that we are the church. We don't go to church. The brick and mortar of our building here at 205 North Pine Street is a building that we utilize to gather, but this is not the church. I'm not sitting in the church. Like you guys sitting in your living rooms together right now, you're the church right? And we know that you're the dwelling place of God by the Holy Spirit. You're the temple, right? You're the place that God shows up in. And uh, and his glory is on display in your lives together, in our lives together. You know, I've had the privilege of pastoring this church and being pastored by this church for 25 years, almost 26 years. And I mean that sincerely. Like I have not only been able to pour out and offer whatever grace gifts I have to you all, but I have received so much from you as well. Like there's a joint supply here, you know, there's like a sharing of graces that we, we get to 
experience together as the church. And that is glorious. And so we are the establishment of God's kingdom on the earth. And as more and more people say yes to Jesus, as more and more people uh, receive the gift of salvation and the gift of the Holy Spirit in their lives, then that's the advancement of the kingdom. That's the rising glory on the earth. I mean, it's in the people. And uh, so I want to talk a little bit about the the living stones being built together. It's fun for me because I was visiting the Bible study that's happening here at Emmaus. The women are getting together and uh, they're pouring over this uh, book, the content of the book, and they're having great discussions and times of, you know, just community and prayer together. And the book is entitled Spiritual Intelligence. And I went and I visited them this week. And I'm about to show you some video clips of their responses to a question that I asked. But this is in no way a promotion for that Bible study. I mean, the Bible study set, it's in full swing. I mean, they're, they're, they're going for it, right? And so if you wanted to join a Bible study, then you'll have to, you know, either start one or may wait for the, the next one. But I, I guess the point is more about listening to the diversity of what God is highlighting in each person. And look at the uniqueness of how God is moving in each individual and how that is being shared together in a common focal point, you know, the Bible study. But it's more than the Bible study. I mean, the Bible study is a fantastic launching pad or, you know, place to a banner to kind of revolve around. But there's so much more happening than just learning new ideas. Sure, there's some of that. There's a lot of that. But I want you to listen as each individual woman has shared the highlights of what God is showing them or saying to them or bringing to their attention. And just the uniqueness in each person. And I would just say that it's glorious. So enjoy these little video montage here just for a couple of minutes. I believe the Lord is calling me into a deeper intimacy and um, to place a higher importance on cultivating a, a relationship with him. Cultivating it feeding it, nourishing it, and, um, and it's wonderful. The Lord is highlighting for me how intimate each of our relationships are with him and just how uniquely he communicates with each of us. Stephanie Roman here. What is God highlighting through this spiritual intelligence study? Two things. One, the importance of testimony and how testimony creates faith because you hear things that God's done and it increases your faith even if you don't really know the Father he draws you in with his kindness and the way he heals and restores and also um, second the importance of not relying on our IQ or emotional ability to figure things out that the father wants a relationship with us where we come to him first 
where something happens and we come to him and ask him for his opinion before we go to all of our resources, our own logic and reasoning, our friends, our family. Yeah. So I think the biggest thing that's being highlighted for me in this spiritual intelligence um, Bible study that we're doing is that the God, God is trying to draw me more near and build my relationship, having a deeper relationship with him, uh, learning about more, um, connecting with the spirit and digging deeper and really getting more, um, trusting him and obeying him, even in scary positions or situations where I may need to, I'm drawn to talk to a stranger or uh, talk about my faith with somebody that isn't faithful. So I think that's what God is stirring up in me right now is, is to uh, dig deeper with my relationship with him. What God is highlighting for me in this study is first of all, the fellowship of all the women in, in this fellowship and, and in other fellowships. It's been wonderful to be able to be face to face and to hear what the other women have to say and their perspectives. And it's given me a perspective of being quiet and trying to be obedient to what the Lord is speaking uh, every day. So I just want to be able to hear that better and I love being with all the women. Well, I used to walk in spiritual intelligence. I was working in the healing rooms in Hawaii and the healing rooms here in Colorado with Melanie. And it was really full and seeing people be healed and being able to have a word for somebody. And you don't even know what it is that that person needs, but God gives you something and you, you say it to the person and it makes so much sense to them and changes their lives. And that was really exciting time. And then I got into the world and work and kids and all of those things. And so when Veronica told me about this class, I got really excited that Tiff and Jackie were leading it. And so I decided to take the class. And even today, as I was reading chapter four of Spiritual Intelligence, it all came back to me and how, and I know I'm on the verge of going back into being that kind of a relationship with God in with using spiritual intelligence. Mm -hmm. And it's been a little scary for me because it's a big responsibility too. Um, walking with God is an adventure and I love adventure, but sometimes it's a little scary to, to take the risk and step out uh, in all the things that crazy things that he tells us to do. So anyway, but that's where I'm going. I'm going into the unknown with God. Um, what I'm, God's highlighting out of this study is just our uniqueness to how he speaks to us, how we're created uh, in his image. And basically, it's very just custom made for us and I enjoy that I enjoy uh, just knowing that the way he talks to me and the way he talks to other people is completely different and it's basic thing is he wants to talk to us uh, that's what he wants and he figures out a way to do that and yeah, just friendship with the Holy Spirit, just building that relationship with him. And it takes time, 
basically it takes time so yeah I, it's been great to be together and that's it <laughs> uh, I really love this Bible study because it's just pointing out to me uh, just the the giftings and using those giftings to bless others and I've gone through seasons of this that have been so powerful and I'm ready to get back into that. That's what I want. I just think that's awesome. You know, that that montage just really encouraged me because what I'm hearing are themes, you know, it's like a, an invitation into intimacy, um, a reality that God speaks to us, that we can know his heart and his mind, that we can have his wisdom that we can experience God in a very deep and personal way. That's amazing. And the reason why I felt like it was important to share that with you is because those themes are the recipe for God's glory manifesting itself in the church. Intimacy, humility, a listening ear, relationship with God, humility. Those things are so critical if we want to see the glory of God on display, not only in the church, but through the church, right? As living stones who have been built together in our uniqueness, joined together, Jesus being the chief cornerstone who brings unity. And as we are part of a global church of Jesus Christ, the glory of God is filling the earth through his church, through your lives joined together. I love that idea. And then I started thinking like, why don't we see more of it? Like what's going on that we're feeling a bit stymied maybe, or we're not recognizing it or we're not attuned to it or aware of it. Or a scary thought, we're resisting it, the glory of God. I know that for some of us, we've not really experienced much of like this type of conversation about God's glory visiting the church. I mean, when you start hearing Brian talking about stories of, you know, the glory of God resting on him for days and you know, light coming out of his chest and like this orb of light flying out the window. It's like, whoa, wait, what? What is that? It's like, well, okay. It's a mystery. It's wild. I trust Brian. I know this man for many, many years. And I also trust the scripture when it tells us stories of like the glory of God filling the tabernacle and people falling to the ground, like unable to stand up. You know what I mean? And maybe you've heard that in like language of the modern church, like being slain in the spirit. And maybe that's been assigned to those guys over there, you know, like the wild Pentecostals or the charismatics. Well, let me just say something. Wherever you're at in this journey, like maybe you've had like experiences with God this way. Awesome. Maybe you haven't and you're actually on the other end of the spectrum and you're very skeptical of that. And maybe you're actually like resistant to the idea that God is doing that in the here and now. That's also awesome in the sense like um, you're part of the conversation. 
you're watching the video, uh, you didn't run away last Sunday when Brian was telling you about all that. Uh, I just want to voice a couple of thoughts around this. The glory of God has been promised. Prophetically, it is written in Scripture that the glory of God is going to spread over the entire planet. I would much rather say yes to that process than to resist it. Okay, so let me offer that. And in my own personal journey, I was never raised in a church culture that valued things like the manifestation of God's glory, the work of the Holy Spirit in someone's life where these mysterious, wild, strange sort of things happen, right? In fact, I was taught to fear that and to call it deception, to call it like, um, yeah, just actually satanic. So I'm coming out of that and I'm going on a journey with Jesus to a place of where like I'm literally like the recipient of God's glory to the point where I would actually experience like being laid out on a carpet for hours and having visionary experiences of Jesus healing me. And I, I know that some of you are like, wait, how did you get from that to this? Well, let me just say this. Um, I was not in a church that manipulated me into that. I was resistant of manipulation and I was not like, sort of like it, they didn't chip away at me. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't, um, blind as I went into it. I actually studied the scripture and it created invitation for me to actually stand at a crossroads and be like, okay, which am I going to choose? Am I going to fear the deceiver more than I'm going to trust the spirit of truth to lead me to truth. So in my own personal journey, I chose, yeah, I'd rather trust the Holy Spirit to lead me into some things that I may not understand fully, but I actually want a clean slate in the way that I approach, yeah, some of these things. I don't want to necessarily um, make my decisions on if I'm going to accept or reject based on my past experiences. I actually want some fresh revelation from God. That's my story uh, in a nutshell. And I can just say this, um, that the glory of God is real. And the glory of God is not only something external that we get to experience as the church to bring transformation to us, to lift us out of like those malaise and the dark sort of like bad thinking and old patterns and you know, the practices of the world and all of these different things, the glory of God puts us in right perspective and changes us, right? The glory of God also is released through us to the world around us. And again, like I said, that to me is my definition of the kingdom advancing and the glory of God rising upon the earth. It's the people who are saying yes to God, coming into right relationship with God, and letting that be on display. So the, back to the question, like, why aren't we seeing more of that? So I was thinking about this related to uh, Adam and Eve. Okay. I was thinking about, okay, if it's true that they did not see their nakedness before they rebelled against God because they were super bright and shiny, right? Their entire bodies were glowing. I mean, we can kind of get with that because it's like... um, when Jesus 
went onto the mountain and he transfigured. He became incredibly bright and shiny, right? And um, the glory of God shone around him, right? He was just incredibly bright. And then we look at Revelation and we look at descriptions of heaven. There is no need for a sun because God's light, his glory emanates. All right, so here we go. When rebellion entered and Adam and Eve sinned against God, the glory of God lifted off of them. Why did that happen? Well, I believe it's because they believed the lie, which is referred to in Romans. And the lie is the same lie that Satan has been using since the Garden of Eden. And he's using it in our lives to try to convince us that you shall be like God. And so to be glorious like God, apart from God, is rebellion. And it's actually pride. And I believe that that is active today and one of the reasons why we don't see the glory of God on display more fully in our lives is because there are still holdouts in our heart, you know, there's still places in our thinking where we're going to be like God and we're going to be glorious without God. Like we're still prideful in ways that when God's glory shows up, just like it did in the tabernacle, it lays us low. That's actually a good thing. That's actually a humility that the incredible glory of God brings to us. It's a gift of God to bring us into a place of remembering that we are not like God, that we are actually joined with Christ and therefore we share in his divine nature. But apart from him, we are not glorious. But in him, with Christ in our lives, as he says in John 17, the glory that God the Father has given to him, he gives to you and I. And so I believe that pride and just those subtle agreements with the idea that I will be like God and I will experience glory in my life apart from God, I think that is probably one of the answers to why we don't see more of the glory of God on display in the earth. And I know that's a tough one, but it's like, wait, where are we going to go from there? I think where we go is... We choose the low path. We choose to like enter into the dynamic where we recognize that the glory of God supersedes our glory and we need the glory of God to not only humble us, but to transform us, right? It was the glory of God that raised Jesus from the dead. So if there's still some hold out spaces in our heart and if there's still some patterns of thinking that are like dead thinking or dead works or like you know what does it say uh, the mind controlled by the flesh is death but the mind controlled by the spirit is life and peace so if there's still parts of our thinking that are lining up with the old ways of pride and in agreement with that lie that we shall be like god apart from god then that's a recipe for things getting dark pretty quick. So the remedy is what? Humility. The remedy is crying out for the glory of God 
to humble us and to like transform us and to bring us into a place of right relationship where we can actually share in the glory of God, but not based on any of our personal merit, but based entirely on the gift of God in Christ Jesus and the gift of the Holy Spirit that has taken up residence in our hearts. Remember, you and I are the living stones. We carry the glory. The kingdom of God is within us. And when we lay hold of that, and when we choose the way of aligning ourselves with the chief cornerstone and our trajectories and our attitudes and our ways of doing life are lining up with the chief cornerstone in that place of humility, you get to be bright. You get to display the glory of God. And when we do that together as the church, the living stones built together, then you and I, I'm telling you, man, that's where we're going as a church. It's like, come on, let's go there. Let's let's be a place not only that receives the glory of God, maybe in some of those um, mysterious, wild ways that the Lord would be willing to, what, what have I heard? I heard it said like this, the Lord is willing to offend your mind to reveal your heart. And maybe there's something in your heart that's just like resistant or fearful. And uh, maybe the Lord just wants to minister his goodness to you to help transform you so that you can remember that you are not only a recipient of the glory of God, but you are on display as glorious. And so with that, I'll leave you and God bless you as you move into these prompts. It's our joy to offer these podcasts. We sure hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, any prayer requests, feel free to drop us a line at Fellowship at iCloud.com. If you're curious about ways you can be more deeply involved in this community, visit our website at EmmausFellowship.org and be sure to like our Facebook page.